This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Sporting Royalty joins us in this episode of ST Sports Talk with four-time Tour de France winner Chris Froome sharing his thoughts on the Tour de France Prudential Singapore Criterium at the end of October, which he will be taking part in. The cycling great, who is also a two-time Olympic medalist, chats with me, ST Sports correspondent Azali Abdul Aziz, and my colleague Kimberly Quack about having the tag of goat in his sport, his road to recovery from an awful injury in a 2019 crash, and why he keeps plugging away in one of the toughest sports, even at age 37. So hello, Chris. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. How are you feeling? <laughs> Hi there. Yeah, good, good. Feeling really good, thanks. Uh, just been out for a, a small bike ride this morning. Um, the sun is still shining here in the, in the south of France, so no complaints from my side. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it does look like a beautiful day behind you. Uh, I'm sure you, you, you can't wait to get out. So, yeah, you know, let's just start. You know, you, your four Tour de France titles mark you as the greatest cyclist of the 21st century. Does that title sort of like blow your mind sometimes? How does that mental sit with you? Yeah, I mean, that's... Um, certainly haven't heard it uh, put to me like that before. But yeah, it is... Um, I do have to pinch myself a little bit when I hear that because it's... Um, I mean, I do feel extremely, extremely privileged to have been able to win the Tour de France four times already. I mean, especially... I, I think that's that's even put more into perspective for me now after having had a big accident in 2019 and I'm, I'm still on that road to recovery, if you like getting back to really competitive shape again. So in a way, hearing it put like that, I mean, it does sort of make me stop and feel especially extremely appreciative of the Tour de France as I've been able to win so far and that uh, that I've had that opportunity. It's a very rare thing in professional cycling. It's, it's the biggest event on our calendar, the Tour de France. So I'm certainly to, to be sitting here speaking to you with four Tour de France titles under, under my name. That's a huge honour. So, Chris, earlier you were talking about winning four Tour de France titles. You know, your one Tour de France win away from joining the likes of Anquetil, Merckx, uh, Hino and Indurain as the only riders with five Tour titles. Is that something that you're aiming for at the moment? Um, yes, so I mean, um, it's certainly not getting any easier um, at this, this point especially the last few years, if you look at the, the winners of the Tour de France, they're just getting younger and younger. We're getting guys in their really early 20s really running away with the race at the moment. But if I think about what the sport means to me and what, what I think professional cycling is all about, it, I mean, it's about setting yourself really lofty goals and dreaming. And for me... That's where any big performance starts. It's with a dream. It's with something you really set out to achieve. And for me, winning fifth Tour de France would would mean the world to me. So I know it's not getting any easier, and I, I need to be realistic. There are, I think, certainly steps I need to take before I can even contemplate winning another Tour de France. But that still remains a dream for me. That still remains a goal for me. So. I'm going to keep working as hard as I can and uh, keep that dream alive. You know, so even without the young players raising the bar and, and raising the standards and making it even tougher, pro cycling and the Tour de France is regarded as, you know, one of sport's most gruelling competitions. What keeps you going and, you know, why do you race? I mean, um, certainly, certainly, I won't disagree with you there. Uh, the sport is gruelling. It's, it's an extremely tough sport, mentally and physically. But... 
for me, that, that whole process of sacrifice, training, camaraderie with your teammates, you go away, you, you have a sort of a common goal to, to reach your, your best condition possible. That's the side of the sport that I love is the, the training, the dedication, the sacrifice. That's really what I love about the sport. And it takes you to so many different places all over the world and you get to experience so many different things. Yes, it's hard work and yes, there's a lot of suffering that goes on behind the scenes, but I find I can really get the best out of myself um, in that sense. So I do genuinely love it. And I think having that love for the sport allows me to go through the hard times as well. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. And now back to our chat with four-time Tour de France winner and cycling great Chris Froome. Is there one aspect of cycling, you know, maybe the preparation or, or even during the race itself and during what you have to go through, is there one aspect that is the toughest to you? Certainly, certainly. I think controlling your body weight, for me, is certainly the, the hardest part of professional cycling. I mean, you can imagine going over all the big mountains that we do in a race like the Tour de France. Having the lowest body weight possible is, is extremely important. And so you have to really basically pay attention to that. And while staying healthy, you, you need to keep the, the body weight as low as possible. And I find that's, that's probably the hardest side of the sport. Um, and Chris, you know, you're coming to Singapore for the Criterium. Do you enjoy racing Criteriums? And how different is it from maybe the long distance races that you do? Yes, um, I, I do enjoy racing Criteriums. Um, I wouldn't say it's my strong point in the sport. I'm much better on the, on the longer, more mountainous terrain. But I find Criteriums are, are exciting. They're a lot shorter. They're a lot more intense. And it's a very different format of racing. And I, I think it allows a lot more engagement with the fans, for example, which, which is really unique. And, and that's, that's the side of the sport I, I really enjoy. So, you know, you'll be in Singapore at the end of the month. It will be hot, humid, quite different from the conditions you might be used to in Europe. How do you think you'll fare? And are you doing anything special to prepare for this climate over here? <laughs> so, I've just got back actually from... Um, 10 days over in Israel where I did a few few good training rides, also in pretty hot temperatures. Hopefully that will, will have prepared me well for, for what Singapore has because I certainly understand that the, the humidity is quite high there, the, the heat is, is definitely a factor. And personally, that's something I love. I much prefer the heat than the colder conditions. So I'm certainly looking forward to it. And Chris, you know, earlier in the interview, you spoke a bit about your recovery, you know, coming back from injury. You know, for someone who maybe is used to winning and going fast, what was it like to, you know, to have to slow down after your injury in 2019? And what has that recovery process been like for you? I mean, um, no doubt, it's probably been the, the most difficult period of my career these last few years since, since my big injury in 2019. But, but having said that, I think it's, it's also given me a lot of perspective on the sport and also, and especially the position I was in, in, in terms of being able to go from, from one foot front to the other, um, either fighting for the win or, or actually winning itself. So I think it's given me a lot of perspective. It's certainly been tough, but it's, it's a whole new challenge for me now to try and get back to my former level. 
Has your motivation for cycling changed over the years? Is it different now as compared to maybe previously? I think it, it was certainly very different in the sense that my motivation previously was just going from one tour of France to the next, whereas now it's a whole new different motivation. Basically trying to come back from, from the injuries that I had in 2019 I wouldn't say it's any less. If anything, that motivation has only grown. I, I've still got it within me to, to be racing at the top level. So I, I want to get there now and I want to get there and I want to prove that it's, it's possible to come back from injuries that I had before. All right, Chris, I'm sure you're an inspiration to many budding cyclists. And uh, thank you for your time. We wish you all the best for your preparation and look forward to welcoming you for the Tour de France Singapore Criterium at the end of the month. No problem at all. It was an absolute pleasure speaking to you. And I, I, I really looking, I'm really looking forward to coming over to Singapore. I've, I've never actually been to Singapore myself, so this is going to be a first. Everything's uh, new for me. And um, yeah, so I'm thoroughly looking forward to, to being there and getting to experience uh, a little bit of the city while I'm there as well. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.